Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. <laughs> I'm Timmy Nebraska, and McGee is here again with me. I am. And we're going to do a lot of fun things today, I think. We are. We're going to fix the Cleveland Cavaliers. We are going to fix the Cleveland Cavaliers. A little different, since we know the draft order. It's cool. We got more It is info. cool. It more, is cool. More, more, uh, more points. More points for our data points for our system. Now... Are, they, are we going to make the Cavs a playoff team? No. It's going to be hard. <laughs> not, be hard. not in one season. <laughs> I will say that they have the young nucleus that, I mean, if everything goes right, maybe they get the 10 spot. But really, I do feel safe to say that they're a year away from being a year away. I, I think that's a good, that's a good, um, uh, it's a good statement there. Um, they have a ton of problems, and they're like the Colorado Rockies right now. They can just commit to being bad for one more season. Well, the Rockies can commit to be bad for a couple seasons, probably. <laughs> but um, but they do have a young nucleus. They do have a lot of good good young players. Let's do the let's do the roster real quick. So going into next year, they have Kevin Love, big 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 number. Big he number. has two more years on his deal. They have Torian Prince entering. Do I pronounce that right? Is that right? Torian, Torian Prince. Torian. Torian Prince entering the last year of his deal. They have Larry Nance Jr. with two more years on his deal. I feel like every team needs a Larry Nance Jr. type. You no, know, the, the Cavs kind of, they, the fans love him. Yeah. There, it Let seems me keep like. Going. They got C.D. Osman. Osman. He's got three more. Well, two years and then like a partially, you know, guaranteed year. Um, Darius Garland, who's uh, still on his rookie year or deal. Same with Isaac Okoro and Colin Sexton. Uh, Jared Allen is actually off contract. I suspect they'll try to resign in this offseason. I suspect so will other some, you know, some other teams. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a top five free agent this year. Matthew sure. Delvadova is now coming off the books. We suspect he'll probably go to Australia for the next couple of years. Um, Dylan Windler is entering. The, he's got a, a year in the team option. And then they got some guys. They got uh, Damian Dotson on like a partially partially uh, guaranteed deal. And same with Dean Wade and Hartenstein. And then they have a couple other guys who are done for. They're still playing J.R. Smith next year, though. They are still, still playing, playing J.R. Smith. For, next year's the last year. <laughs> Andre Drummond's coming off the books this year. They got a lot of money coming off the books just from Andre Drummond coming. You know that alone. You know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They have tons of money. Lot. They have they have paper in a way that a lot of teams don't, and they have flexibility because they don't have too many real long deals. So we talked about this before we started the show a little bit. As a free agent, I wouldn't want to sign with Cleveland if I had a choice of other teams. Yeah, you know, we, like how much like. How much extra would it cost me to get you to sign with Cleveland instead of, say, Minnesota per year? Um, see, Minnesota is a good comparison, I think. Um, Minneapolis is a cool city. Minneapolis is a cool city. Cool city. Yeah. Cool in Cleveland, at least. Yeah. So let's say I'm, I offer you like one and a half million more per year. Would you sign with Cleveland instead of Minnesota? If you're like a six million kind of guy, not if you're a sixteen million kind of guy. So if I was a six million kind of guy, the extra one and a half, you mean a seven and a half? I might take that. Yeah, you know, like, I guess you're. I mean, in the off season, you can still be wherever the hell. And you it, be. And it depends on like what kind of. I mean, 
for him in Minnesota, is Towns going to be around? Is he healthy? Yeah, yeah. What's my what's my outlook That's like for the week. future? That's next week. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> um, segue, professional segue. Um, um, if he's going to be healthy, what's my team look like? Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of a big deal. Um, I think that if I was like a three or a four for Cleveland, and I had Colin Sexton, Sexton and uh, Darius Garland, and they're both healthy, and I had like if I could start in Cleveland and get the extra one and a half million, maybe I'd do that. If you if it was like extra five hundred k, I just wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just five hundred k is not enough. like it's not enough. not enough. It's not enough. Okay, we're on the same page. I think that's about where I stand. I think we're like you know one point five. I have to consider five hundred. Eh, eh, well, <laughs> I'm already making good money. It's... <laughs> okay, we're on the same page. Now here's my other question: If you're getting drafted, no idea. You know, you could go anywhere within the you know. Mid mid picks or something, is Cleveland the team you're least excited if you get drafted to Cleveland? Of all the NBA cities, <coughs> if you could get drafted, I mean, we're just oh, talking man, about the cities, um, not even talking about the organizations, just the cities. Is that the one you want to live in the least? Um, man, Oklahoma is right there. Okay, seems pretty cool, man. And you know is what, it? It, what it doesn't do there? Snow. And you're not there it, it in the snows summer. It's in OKC, right? No, not, not, not like Cleveland. All. Not like not Cleveland, Cleveland. Cleveland player. Okay, not okay. Like it's still cold in OKC, though. Not really. Not really. Okay, okay. Um, uh, like, man, Detroit's right there. Yeah, as Detroit a city, has you know? more to do, though. It's just as cold. You're right. You're right. You Nasty know, weather. so you, you know the loser, the loser of the NBA draft lottery. Cade Cunningham. <laughs> no. The thing with Detroit is, and I was what I was about to say before you brought that up, you're right. Cade Cunningham's gonna be a piston. Um the Detroit fans will fucking love you. Oh yeah. If you go there and bust your ass. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And like, like till the day you die, you'll be one of them. You know what I mean? They'll embrace you fully. Yeah, like, for th- sure. That's a good fan base. You know? That's true. That's I true. I don't know. I think that I think Cleveland is like the I think Cleveland's right there. About. Right least least the, yeah. About. yeah. Yeah, there's no team in Boise. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like Utah might not be the best one. Depends on a lot Big, of things. Just Depends mostly saying things. that because of my lifestyle and what I like to do and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It depends on a lot of things with the Salt Lake City situation. But but it's right there. I mean, Cleveland, I think you're I think you're right. I think yeah. Cleveland's the worst city in the NBA. The like the with, worst NBA thing with Salt franchise. Lake city, aren't you close to Reno? Oh yeah, yeah. Like helicopter ride. Like close, close, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's so, so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, it's not far at all. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever flown into Salt Lake City before? I've I've once had a layover there, and the flying in was pretty sketch. The taking off was real sketch. So I'm pretty sure it's Salt Lake City that when you fly in, it looks like you're gonna hit the building. Yeah, on the final they descent. have a weird angle. It, yeah, yeah there's a building right there. Yeah. And my first time flying Salt Lake City, I was like, we're gonna hit that building, dude. Like we're gonna our final descent, we're gonna hit that building, wait man. Wait till you, wait till you land someday in in St. Thomas in the Caribbean. No, uh, my brother <laughs> went there. Yeah, sketchy. yeah, yeah. Um, but then you're coming in low over the beach. Yeah, but you look but, like you feel like you're about to hit a mountain. 
<laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That building that you see in Salt Lake City, that's a mountain. <laughs> no, you're like you're flying, you're coming in over top of the building in Salt Lake City. Yeah. So you're flying on the sand it's coming right at right yeah. down the building. And it's at like an angle. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. Their final descent is like straight down. Do you think they'd uh move? Do you think that they would have thought that they shouldn't have built that building that tall? I guess they never <laughs> expected planes to do what they do now. Oh, uh, that's probably true. As far as like size and shit, and yeah, planes are incredible. I mean, that's just the St. Thomas thing is crazy. Um, you can like throw a football at the bottom of a plane, right? On, on the yeah, beach, yeah, but you it can, comes in like it's bouncy. It's yeah, real it's real bouncy. sketchy. Anytime you have your 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 airport's close to a mountain, like the wind could the yeah wind yeah. Takes. That's why Denver's always choppy. That's true. That's also it. why Denver's airport's way the fuck out there. Yeah, <laughs> out there, you know, it's not close. Uh, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um. So. So. Anyway, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Probably the worst NBA franchise city. Yeah, I like, think so. The, I think so. I would probably. I wouldn't want to live in Chicago either. Chicago. It's, it's, it's but Chicago. Nice there's, but there's, a lot, there's a lot going perfect, on in Chicago though. Perfect in the summer. Yeah. Right. So, and there's a lot of I stuff to do. I was just there last week and I had a blast, man. I think Chicago is awesome. Yeah, Chicago is a cool city, yeah. other than just the weather part. Summer but yeah, time. you're summer definitely time. right. The the Cleveland is Cleveland's the one I would want to go to yeah. the least. I, I, not for me. Not for me either. Yeah. So we're going to the fucking beaches, buddy. Yeah. That's why we're heading to Florida. That's the plan. Like all the old guys. Like all the old guys. That's right. That's right. So. So they have this young nucleus. They have Sexton and Garland and. Okuro. Okura. Okura. Other than that, everyone else is kind of expendable. Expendable or um, usable. Tradable. I would want to definitely re-sign Jared Allen if I possibly could. Now, the odds of him re-signing because of Cleveland being Cleveland. Yeah. It's probably not great. But you got to think that he, I mean, maybe he appreciates, you know, they took good care of him when he got sick and or got hurt, I mean, this year. Yeah, and, um, I mean, he's the workhorse kind of guy. He's a dominant force on both ends of the field. Yeah. Like, he's a dominant post player, dominant defensive player. Yeah. Um. He's he kind of fits a style of Detroit or Cleveland or something like that. Yeah, as, like, he's like that. A, a, as a worker. Yeah. Um. If you can't re-sign him, then that now granted the draft is before all the free agency stuff exactly yeah. you know, um, but uh, if you can't re-sign him, it changes your your idea in the draft, right? Um, for this part of our uh, fix the Cavaliers thing, let's just say that we convinced Jared Allen to re-sign. Okay, so priority number one: re-sign. Re-sign Jared Allen. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then just because I want to make it so our rebuild is faster yeah. for the next season, I want to try to move Kevin Love. Yeah, we're the kind of GMs. We don't have like a long contract. We got to prove our value. Yeah, we're so gonna be. We need, we need a quick turnaround. Well, we have a this next year is yeah. like a gimme year. Yeah. We're bad. We it's got, okay. We, we got, got the job chance. still. So we, we got, got one chance. chance at this. Yeah, yeah. So we want to be able to commit to being bad a little bit. Yeah. And we want to get the money off the books. We want to trade Kevin Love. Okay. So who the hell wants Kevin Love at that price tag? So you're gonna need somebody that has to give you a return of somebody that has a big contract as well, right? So to somebody, even some money out. Who wants to get rid of somebody? The Charlotte Hornets. Who do they want to get rid of? Gordon Hayward. He seemed to have a bounce back year this year. Yeah, but they have 
guys, they have a young, they have young players for that position. They have PJ Washington. They have uh, Miles Bridges. They have, um, they have some players to take that spot. And you think they want Kevin Love? And they want to get rid of Cody Zeller. So you could make a deal, and Kevin Love could help them at in the position of a four spot. I'll be honest; it never hurts to have a Hinesborough or a Zeller, or a, right, or a, what's the other one? There's another one of those families. Uh, Plumley. Oh, the Plumleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need one of those three. <laughs> you need one of those you need guys. One of those right? three. One of those yeah, guys. Yeah. There's like twelve total. Out of yeah, those three yeah. Families, there is. There's a lot of them, man. There's a lot of them. It never hurts to have so, Plumley, Hinesborough, or a, or a. Or a, what's the other one? Or a, uh, or a Plumley. Plumley. Or a Plumley. Plumley there's only, is there three Plumleys? I think there's three. There's like one in the military and two in the NBA or something. And then. And then same with the Hansboroughs. And then what's the other family? The Zellers. There's Zellers. two Zellers in the NBA. But there's a Zellers. younger Zeller also that's still at Indiana maybe or something Whoa, like that. Oh, there's another Zeller coming. I think so. I don't know. I'm not sure of that. Never heard of um, that. Okay. We'll fact check that. If we had a fact checker, we'd have a fact check me on that right away, but we don't. Connor will check it. <laughs> Connor, check that. So, um, we could trade. So, there's a couple moves here. Who who could use a push with Kevin Love to make a playoff run next season? The Hornets, you could get Gordon Hayward back. They have place that people fill that. The money's about right. And then Hayward will be off the books next year as well. If you can really talk him into it, maybe you could call New Orleans. And be like, hey, you know that Sam Adams guy? We'll take the Pirate and Lonzo Ball. Okay, so. Or the Pirate and fill in the blank. The other option here is you're, you're, right, you're spot on. You're spot on here. There also you, might be something you could do in OKC and get some of those picks they have. You could do a Washington Wizards deal. Because oh. they could use Kevin Love. To make a big push, they got they got players, and he and Westbrook are homies from UCLA. Yep, they just kind of a, kind of tie together there, UCLA. kind of tie together there, right? And you could make a deal that maybe you could get um you could get Daniel Gafford, or you could get uh you could get uh Thomas Bryant if you that doesn't re- seem to add up financially. It doesn't, but but the Wizards have money too, so you don't need to replace the money necessarily. You can get Kevin Love with books. You can get a player back that's going to help you. Yeah. You can get David Bertans, maybe. Bertans is good, dude. And maybe and you could get him back as return, and then you have a you have a, a stretch four huh. with your with your young core, huh. and you do get a lot of money at the books, not just this year, but next year too. I got something for you. I got I got something for you. How about you call Philadelphia? Say hey, you know that guy that never shoots, who doesn't want to shoot. Plays a lot of defense. We'll take Ben Simmons. Ooh, there you go. He can play defense, and then the young guys get to shoot all the fuck they want, dude. But you also need you need you need uh, some assets all with Kevin Love to do that. I think. Why well, they have almost the same number next year? Well, I mean, I think that it's those, almost thirty four. I don't know if the Sixers would want to just do a straight across deal though. If, if is Kevin Love's value that high, or is Ben Simmons value that low right now? I think the latter. It might be the case. Yeah. I think this kind of takes care of both teams' problems. Okay. I, I, I see what you're going to there. Just That's saying. interesting. You don't bring back Dwight Howard. An, you, you kind of replace those Dwight Howard minutes with Kevin Love, and you're good in Philly. And then 
If you get, I kind of like that. Jared Allen, you got you kind of have him to do a lot of what Kevin Love is supposed to be out there doing and getting bored. Rarely out there doing, you know. Yeah. So and him and and him and Ben Simmons can get all the rebounds. One more. There's one more team I thought about for a trade. The Dallas Mavericks. You think you get Porzingis? I think that you could let them keep Porzingis, and you could get uh, Maxi Kleber and Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't see Dallas doing that. I think Dallas moves I, Porzingis before they move Kleber. I I just think that the combo you have in Luca and Caleb and uh, and the unicorn Porzingis. I see um, the attractiveness of that, as, but I uh, don't see. That right there is a hundred million dollars. Those three players. But that's a that's a that's your push. That's a are you you're making a move to win the title? I don't you, see if it. he's the guy, you need a, you need a stretch four. Who's you need a veteran. Oh, I hear they're hiring Jason Kidd. Um, I've heard that as well. I don't think that. I don't know. That doesn't seem. I see Kidd taking Porzingis and turning him into somebody small and fast. Um, I can see that as well. I can see, Kim I can see that too. Much faster, depending offense. on how they want to play. Have put put Luca at the point center, you know, and and just go and just go and just embrace the Atlanta Falcon or Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta Hawks style of offense. Man, it's what a surprise the Hawks are too. Mm-hmm. Jeez, you know the Hawks were plus ten thousand to win the title. Go going into Game Four against Philly, which is awesome. All you need them to do is get through Milwaukee, and then you can hedge in your yeah, you know, insanity. Um, I'm very happy that I have the Suns at 35 to one right now. That's a very good even move, man. The, even with them losing to the Clippers tonight, I feel very good about. The yeah, Suns. but they lost the, the first road game. They're fine. Yeah, and they're they, totally and fine. They really went cold um, shooting in the second half, and I don't see that happening again. Yeah, I think you have you have home home court advantage. I think you're rolling. Yeah, I think the Suns are the move there for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so those are my the three squads, the Mavericks. The um the wizard I like the wizards deal on. yeah um or the hornets I think the wizards deal is the best move for Ke- for Ke- to move Kevin Love and get a couple guys back you get tons of money off the books it gives you money to make sure you can give Jared Allen as much money as you possibly can yeah to sign to resign though so. they have the they have um the need for Jared Allen that could get him an extra five or six million. Yeah, a year for sure. You know, because they need a, more than other teams. So, because of the Jared Allen thing, for for the reason I say for this basis, I want to just say that we do resign yeah. him, is because the three pick for Cleveland. You know, we have the draft lottery all done now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number three pick. We're assuming, it, if we're, we're if, assuming Cade, the dude from Arizona, is going one. Yeah, yeah, Cade's gone. And the two pick, who can we? So, so that's my deal. Is if. There's a there's a potential chance that um that Mobley will still be there. Yeah. At three. Now Mobley's a seven foot tall big guy. If you trade Kevin Love, you could and he's there at three, you could take Mobley. And it fits your young uh nucleus motif that you're building. Then you have Jared Allen, Mobley, both seven footers, and then you have the two guards that you've drafted before that are yeah. that are Sexton's great. Yeah, Sexton's great. So he's really, really, really good, good, man. Um He's kind of like a weird combo of Dwayne Wade and and Derrick Rose kind of a style yeah, player. Like he's real explosive, good defender. I worry um, long term about health. I mean, I agreed. You know, he's agreed. he's gonna get banged up a little. He'd be just being the littler guy on that on a in a big. He jumps game. a lot. Yes, and he jumps remember, a lot. Young Dwayne Wade used to hit the ground a lot. Yep. you know, and it's it's not what you want. Um, so. 
so because of that deal there, you know, my my move is um if if Mobley is there at the three spot, which I don't think that's gonna be the case, I, I'm taking him. Now, the more likely scenario is that Mobley goes two, and then you're then you're sitting there stuck at number three, saying, Well, who do I want? Who do I want? Um, you could take Suggs from Gonzaga. Yeah, you don't um really I'm, need another young You don't. Guard. You don't. If anything, you need a veteran guard to kind of teach these young guys I agree. how to do I it. I agree with that, too. But you can accomplish that in the Kevin Love trade. You can get a throw-in kind of smart yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly, guard. right? So I would, you, you get know. something to do with that. Yeah. So now the deal here is at the three spot, you could take Jalen Green instead, who is still guard. He's 6'5", I think, 6'6", six, six maybe. But you have these other two guards that are a little smaller. I think Garland's 6'1". And Sexton's 6'3", or something like that. So you have a little bit bigger guard, at least. Um, and if you, uh, were, if you were to take either Jalen, either guard, theoretically, theoretically, Garland as a sweetener in the, to, in the Kevin Love trade to actually get somebody. Like, not just... Not pieces, just get the money out. Like go get someone like that can really. You would need help a three. You need a three. You need you need a three. Sure. Guard. You, know, you need a small forward. Sure, but you can. You might be able to find a small forward with maybe two years left on the contract. Who might be somebody might be willing to trade. Maybe they're having. Maybe they have depth at that position. There might be a guy. There might be a guy you can find. So the other move here is that if you're going to do something like that, and you're thinking, well. We don't really need another young guard. The both the Jalen's, eh, you know, we don't. We just don't need another guy like that. Orlando has the five pick, and you could maybe package a Kevin Love deal, and maybe you will get as much as we don't really know about what's going on with him yet. I think I still think that Mo Bamba has a high ceiling. Mo Bamba and the five for the three. Mo Bamba, yeah. Does Orlando say yes to that? But and you or but you give him Kevin Love back too. Oh, so you're saying I want number I three want. and Kevin Love for Mo Bamba and the five and, and maybe something, something else. Yeah, something I would else. want John Isaac instead, yeah, but they're yeah, not going to do that. Not. They're just not going to do, do that. But then at the five, then you trade down to the five spot. Maybe you get a, a first round pick in 2023 or 2024. I would think um, if you something just like that. third round pick and Kevin Love, you could go. You could probably get Dallas to send you Kristaps Porzingis. There, well, that's a good that, deal too, man. That's, that that's kind of solves too. all your problems at once. It you does. Because you, you're good with the guard spots. You know, you're good with the little guys. So the the only other the only reason I would pick Orlando to trade down to is they have Jonathan Kuminga, who um played in the, in the G League this year, who uh, he's 18 and he is the most athletic guy in the draft. He was on that impact squad. Right? Yeah, he was. He's ignite. Ignite. Um, he is not a great shooter, but he's freak athletic. He's six eight, he's a seven foot wingspan. He's a dunker. He can jump. He can. He's just not a great long distance shooter. So. Yeah, but it kind of fills your spot for you. And he might be able to get better from range. He's so young. He's he's eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's not developed. You know, like yeah. So there's a, a huge upside. Or yeah, upside yeah, galore. yeah. Upside huge galore. upside. Yeah. Um, Porter was a better shooter already. Yeah, but, but also more but was, wasn't, injuries. but wasn't nearly as good defensively or rebounding or a lot of other areas. Um, so if you can trade down, you can get Kuminga, or you can do the deal with with Chris Sops, which I do like that a lot. 
Yeah. Um, because Kristaps is still young enough that he'll fit in with this with the young nucleus on this team. But he'll, he's like, yo, been been through some shit. Let's go, guys. Let's go. Yeah, now. yeah. Right? Like, like, let's go jam. Yeah, like, and he can and be the guy. And he, he, and he can. Kristaps can score buckets. Do, There's a good him, chance to score. Kim, Jared Allen, Sexton, and Garland. Like, then you fill in a three spot. You fill in the three spot. You can pick up somebody in free agency, maybe. And you, you can, can get, whatever. you know, who. Oh, you, uh, you still have fucking, what's his name? Uh, uh, Okoro. Okoro. Who is pretty good. Yeah. He's young, too. I mean, we didn't even see him getting. It's hard to see the Cavs play a team. True. Unless you have NBA League you Pass, league you, pass. Don't, you don't see the Cavs play You nationally. have to have both the League Pass and the interest in watching the Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah. So I have to be. Wanting, I have to have the league pass and be gambling on the Cavs game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Curl is probably better than I think, actually. Um. And probably a lot of that's just because I don't see him play. But either of those options are fantastically good. I think. Yeah. And then I like the Kristaps trade. I like the trade down. If you don't trade down at all, then you go with Jalen Green. He's probably the most. He's probably the best bucket getter. In the draft. I just straight score. to have a third good guard because somebody might get injured or something, you know. If you can trade down and get a couple get a couple picks, you can get James Booknight from UConn, too. And he's a bucket getter, too. That's yeah. Just use a guy that's that's over 6'5 to fill in a three spot. I still think there's a play to make. There's a trade to make with OKC that gets Cleveland an extra pick or two somehow. You know, because they... That's not something that would hurt them to have to have no, not extra wrong. picks going forward. The not fact wrong. that they only have one pick this year is kind of ridiculous, considering you know they sh- you, the way that their roster is constructed, they could use a couple. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's not like for they sure. get a ton of wide, uh, a ton of free agents. You know? Um, Cleveland didn't do a good job in their front office of planning out how to how to tank well. You know, like, I know some guys that should take those jobs. You know, like. Uh, if you're gonna tank, tank better. Yeah, yeah. Like be better. Yeah, yeah. Be better. At being <laughs> be better. Bad. Being bad, man. If you're, if you're committing to be a bad man, be bad. Yeah. Like, how can you not be good at being bad? Yeah, I mean, you have you have a relationship with the G League team. Like, get those guys some minutes on the. Yeah, man. Just see. Just throw them in there, run. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot. There's there's a lot of options, and um, I think that I think the trading Kevin Love is the best move for you. You know what? I, yeah, and and. And our our potential trade for Kristaps Porzingis could accomplish this, but what I feel like they need they need like an angry European player. They need a Zubak. They need a who's the dude on the Clippers? Yeah, Zubak. Zubak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said it right. They need like a a Valanciunas. They need an attitude guy. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? They need somebody. Well, Jared Allen's kind of that dude. Yeah, but they need somebody who Jared can Allen curse in another language and no, and doesn't get tapped. <laughs> you know, doesn't get teed because the, the ref doesn't know Serbian or Croatian or any of these. Like, they need one of those guys. They you know? do. They yeah. do. Um, you know, uh, they could maybe pick up Make Her, Make Her. Okay, I was thinking who was, you know, went to, went to Howard instead of going to a real school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still a real school. It's actually a great school. But um, instead of going to like a Division One big name school, um, I was thinking, is Nurkic going to be a trailblazer next year? Um, I don't know. That could be a guy that would fit in on that. Like, give him a little toughness, get a little bit more minutes than he was getting. Like, really get to be a bigger part of the team. He admit, and he is he's a bad he's a bad dude. Yeah, he's, he's a, a bad, bad dude. dude man. He's a bad dude. Yeah, he's, he's a bad, bad dude. dude. Yeah. 
He will go. He's quick to to go for your neck. If, yeah, if yeah. Argument, I think. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I've, I've met very many Bosnians in my life. I don't think. But I don't think that any of them that I've met are like punks. Well, we thought <laughs> he really all of that. All those Balkan cats, you know, because oh, yeah. even like we think we look at Jokic and we're like, oh, look at the happy-go-lucky guy. And then we saw in that game, in that game four, when against the Suns, where he was like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Like, what are you like? He had no problems, and apparently security was like holding his brothers back off the court. Dude, his brothers like, are bass. They're those are bass. Yeah, apparently. dude, he's. I mean, he's seven foot, NBA player, defensive player of the year. I mean, MVP of the year. And his brothers, are, he's still smaller than his brothers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They roll yeah. in, and his brothers are. They roll like, into the bar, and his brothers are towering over him. Just. Tad it up to the just beasts. They're, they're, yeah. they're tough. They're big boys. They're dude. big boys. <laughs> I like where you're, all your heads at with that too. I yeah. like the, the the tough guy. They used. To, I mean, even Anderson Berjao was kind of a tough guy. Yeah, he was kind of like a pest. Yeah, like an annoying dude. But God. he's a tough guy, kind if, of. If you told Ilgauskas, me was, yeah. Big Z, right? Ooh, they man. Had one. If, you, if you told me that Ilgauskas and uh, and Berjao were like still on the roster or still getting paid by them somehow, I'd believe you. You know, they were, there, <laughs> they were like there forever. You know? They were. They were there yeah. forever, man. Um, but I think that that's the move for the Cavs, man, is you trade Kevin Love, you get yeah. Porzingis. Whatever you do in the draft, yeah. either you take either you take Jalen Dream to score or you can trade down and get um, you can get Kuminga. Build around you can, maybe, you can just take Kuminga to the three spot. Yeah. It wouldn't be a reach, really. You got You really got to throw the book at Jared Allen. That's the key. Have to. That's the have key. to. Um, you have to keep him around. He, he's your bad boy. Yeah. He, he's he your. He's your. He's your Indiana Ron kind of guy. He's your <laughs> tough guy. You know, he's the guy's gonna block the block the ball to backboard off a layup and then choke the guy out. Maybe maybe, maybe the next night in the hotel room. A year away from being a year away. But uh, they got yeah. the young nucleus that makes me comfortable. They really do have a bunch. Colin Sexton is really really good. They Darius Garland is really, really good. They're too. like the JV team for the Celtics, right? They got the like the guard positions are covered. They got young talent there. They they those guys are going to develop together. It's going to be great. They they need to improve a little bit on the big guy front and round out their team. But it's more they got tons of money. They're at a point where they have gaps to fill. They don't have to like come up with a master plan. They need to finish. And they the have plan tons they of money. Started. Yeah, yeah. They, if they get a big time free agent in two years yeah, or in a year, I, I mean, you never know, man. Like they can get the second guy, you know, like the they're but, never gonna. But get the second team. guy is a big time guy still a lot of times. I'm just saying, like I meant like second tier guy. Like I don't know, they'll, their their move is to is to build with the draft, sign their guys, develop their guys, and then add like the vet who's who's moving on from his team. When Conley left Memphis and went out to Sacramento, that was great for the young guys in Sacramento. Utah. Or Utah, pardon me. I do that all the time. Yeah, um, purple. Yeah. <laughs> Regionally, relatively close to each other. <laughs> yeah, kind but, of. So, um, sort of, I guess. That's the kind of, that's the kind of uh, free agent or vet they need to bring in at some point. Or, Somebody to or, get or a guy guys that years. hasn't had a good couple seasons, like Porzingis. Yeah. It fits really well. But then, um, I like a I like a loud vet like a, a a Rondo or a Beverly or a Connolly somebody to teach these guys how to be pros, you know what I mean? And I think that's important when you're when you're on a young team. You know, uh, it's like the addition of Chris Paul for the Suns this year. Perfect example. Made an Thank incredible, you. incredible leap 
really, you want somebody to do what you expect Kevin Love to be doing, who clearly isn't doing it. Kevin Love's not the guy that I want to be leading my team. out on Cleveland. Yeah, I don't want Kevin Love to be leading. I don't want him to be the leader of my squad. Like, vocally, physically, nothing nothing about him but tells a, me leader. As a running mate for Russell Westbrook, I really like it. I do. I like that. I like that. See, like the, the UCLA connection. Also, one of the Kevin Love's skills that he is the best I've ever seen at in the NBA. He is the best outlet passer to start fast breaks I've ever seen. Well, there's Joe Kick now. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know, man. It was he, Kevin Love. His chest pass on the money from 55 feet away is a pretty. He's the strength of him, just a chest pass and not football throw, overhand throw. Yeah. Um, he's on the money. No, Joker has had some stellar Luke outlet Kennard, passes. Sneaky good long passer. Yes, High Luke Kennard too. Luke Kennard barely. Which yeah, is why why he he can nail a, a you know down court. Yeah, Luke Kennard is a sneakily good player anyway. I, in in hindsight, I'm gonna add it to my list where it's every good roster should have at least one Florida State Seminole. You should also have a former high school quarterback <laughs> just for situations at the end of the game, at the end of the half when you have a second and a half. And, you know, you want to get two points or three points. Uh, Speaking of good passes, we got to get to this. So I was watching the Suns game the other night. And I was sitting there with my buddy. And I was like, well, you know, what I would probably do here is I'd probably point with 0.9 seconds to go. Yeah. I, I wouldn't try to get a turn and shoot at all. I would try to throw an oop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they but, throw the oop. Yeah. And I was like, everybody's talking about goaltending. And it was perfect. But you can't goaltend on the, on on the pass. inbounds and pass. That's what, so I was listening on the radio broadcast. And that's what Doris Burke kept explaining. I forget who was with her. But she was kept saying. Kevin Harlan? It might have been Kevin Harlan. And she was like, no, 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 no. You can't goaltend on the pass. This isn't. It's an inbounds pass. This is an inbounds pass. It's allowed to be. You can throw it right to that rim, right up there. Yeah. It's completely 100% okay. But then she said, but they're going to have 0.7 left or 0.6 left. Yeah, yeah. that it's, doesn't it's take much time. Yeah. It, the clock starts at the tip, and then it goes in the rim right there. So yeah, yeah. they're going to have a chance. And like she was explaining it all dead on. You know? But I was saying that, and then they did it. And my buddy was like, man, why don't you have a job doing this? I, I was, man, I've been saying this on the podcast Does your buddy listen to years. the podcast? You know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> it was so great. He's like, you just explained this whole thing about how, 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 where the pick is supposed to be, Sounds where like the was that. And I was like, yes. Perfect play call, man. Perfect he should play be call. your agent because he believes in you. Yes. 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 I would either hire him or you. I don't want to be your agent, but I want to be on the squad. I want to help. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying that you believe in me, too. <laughs> I think you would do a very good job. <laughs> yeah. I do think there's scandals galore coming and, like, all kinds of problems, but I think the team would be better on the court as a result of your leadership. Yeah. See, that's see, that's what I'm there for. I'm not the rest. I'm there to get W's. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rest of the things are just peripheral. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if 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 the players or the coaching staff or the administrative uh, entities are getting arrested, that's just because we're not giving enough money to the cops. The holidays. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> like, we're not solving we're not the problem. Care of the local guys. Like, come on. We're we're not. We're not just a basketball team. We're a community. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So next week is Minnesota. Is that right? Next week is the Minnesota Timberwolves. They yes. got a Florida State guy, and he's they under do. contract for another they two do. years or so. Um, is he gonna get suspension for his DUI and his uh, domestic domestic know. thing at all? Well, I think? the domestic thing got um. Got, it's it's out. Like it dropped. It got, it got mm, 
minimize a probation you know, thing or something tiny like little, that. Tiny little misdemeanor, it'll go away type thing. Uh, before we get out of here, did you hear about uh, Alex Russo? Yeah, grinder. You know, you got what is that guy doing? Kids, when you're traveling and you're gonna take your grinder with you, which is ridiculous because you can get a grinder everywhere you go at any gas station. I have grinders on my hands. (laughs) They're called fingers. But but don't forget, when you're cleaning it out, you gotta unscrew the key, the little key spot on the bottom. Yeah, you got it. That's like. That's big They're going to catch you. They're going to catch you. The dogs are going to smell the key. In, in the college key station, window. like, in, why don't you just get weed again? Mm, you don't, you know, he's coming from California. All right. So but yeah, but you're like, asking him to step down tremendously in quality. He did, he's, he got a guy. Isn't he, he went to school at Texas A&M, right? He did go to, he did go to school down there. So you think so he, he has does, a guy. He's got to have a guy. Right. It just seems ridiculous. Who the hell travels with their grinder? I, I don't get it. Whatever. I don't get it, man. He's an idiot. Uh, See, if, now, if I don't get a job. Is, fucking Texas lets you carry guns and, like, do all kinds of crazy shit. And like, get him a grinder? They're still, like, they're still making a big deal about weed, huh? He got it, His charge isn't very big at all, it right? It can't be. It's, it's not, marijuana. Well, yeah, There's nowhere in the world where but it's not you like caught a, with a grinder, you should get in any trouble. Well, yeah, but like, Mississippi is, like, bad. On well, it's not too. like he had a grinder and an ounce of weed. He just had a fucking grinder and like two buds. Yeah, it's like, dude. Like, come on. It's I a just toss it in all 50 states. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's in Nebraska, gonna... in Nebraska, that would be a civil citation. Yeah. It wouldn't be that anymore. In Nebraska, it would be. It'd be a civil. It wouldn't be a misdemeanor at all. For it, just a it, grinder? It'd be a civil citation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a ticket. Ticket. I see what you're saying. It wouldn't even be a misdemeanor at all. It'd be it's a not. It's over, man. It's over. It's like a, jay- a jaywalking team. The it's fact stupid. is the majority of the NBA teams are in states where marijuana is legal for medicinal or recreational use. And it's just the NBA has stopped testing for marijuana. Yep. So he can, he shouldn't get in any trouble with his team or the NBA or anything. I don't think so. He's, he writes his ticket. He fucking, it's over. Um, media will fucking blow it up because that's what they do. But Texas makes a big deal about nothing because that's what they do. But ultimately, even in Texas... He's just writing. A, he's paying a fine. Yeah, I, maybe they need that money to fix their power grid. I'm not sure. <laughs> Something's going on there, though. <laughs> um, too hot or too cold? Who knows? Jeez, it is hot here. Oh man. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't a lot know. of guns down there. Don't they don't know. like guys like you. Oh, they do too. <laughs> a lot of guys like me down there. Um. All right, buddy. This was fun. It was fun. This always is. I enjoy this. I think maybe we should. Uh, Probably do two a week for a few weeks and kind of Dude, get two ahead squads because we're both yeah man we better we, we, we get we, after we, it, yeah man. we might want to get ahead we might have to, you know, who knows we might have to take a week or two off when we're moving or who knows you know so um you know it's just just to be safe also if we if we there's uh, a lot if, of teams if we left. caravan we, down we've done, there what five or six been five yeah so we got a long way to go right we got a long way to go. So it wouldn't hurt to bang 25 out. 25 more. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt to bang out to two a week for a few So weeks. we can do the Wolves next week and uh, somebody else. Yeah, maybe we'll do like Monday morning and Friday morning or something like that instead of just Friday morning. Yeah, I like it. All right, like cool. It. Uh, maybe Tuesday morning and Friday morning. Who knows? However it works out. Maybe, y'all, maybe you guys, who we're very appreciative of, will get to hear two Nebraska hours next week. Two Nebraska hours. It sounds like a good deal, man. Also, if you guys can, we're trying to get some more listeners, right, Greg? That's the, that's the move. Sure. Do you we're know anybody? To, we want people to listen, right? I, I don't have any friends. Oh man, I I don't have a lot of them. Yeah. It's my my uh, vernacular of vocabulary uh, and all that stuff tends to be a little um, 
<laughs> abrasive sometimes. I heard. <laughs> so we are right now. You can listen to us on betyourash.com, and we're also on Spotify. We are on Spotify. Um, and there's other other things coming in the works, right? But right now we're on Spotify and on betyourash.com. And if you're listening to us on either one of those platforms, please tell your friends to do the same. Yeah, if you have any. Is that, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you have more than us. <laughs> so uh, we would really appreciate that. You know what, Greg? Also, um, we, I'd like to tell our listeners that we are recording here. Where? At Where 919 East Colfax Avenue in Denver, Colorado That's at Capital Cigars. Yeah. The best cigar lounge ever. Ever. And we are on the studio level. Studio B. Yeah, yes, we are. We're in room B. Room B. Um, Man, but I, you know, we're still going to be doing a lot of stuff here, even when we're not here. Uh, like Neil will still be here. We'll still be doing. He'll still be doing interviews here. we stuff like that. Should I? He's just been dealing with some like real grown up stuff this week. We didn't do a bet your ash this week. Oh damn! Yeah, uh, it's that. just a. Uh, we did a, a BYA Bushwood to wrap up the U.S. Open, and uh, and our our buddy K Zero Flynn nailed it. He did he, nail he, it. He yes, heavy he on Rom, and he nailed it. Nailed it. And then we obviously were doing the Nebraska Hour, and uh, but there's no bet your ash this week. You know, it's going to be nice. Uh, every now and then, I'm just going to have to cruise the two and a half hours to Miami and, yeah, and, uh, and go hang out, do, do a Nebraska Hour, kick it for a night, hang come out. Hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, uh, you will love Miami. <laughs> you will love Miami. Yeah. Pretty sure I will, bud. You will enjoy Pretty it. Pretty sure I will. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and uh, say goodbye. And that's it. I'll uh, see you guys next week. Peace.